What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late-night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. So, hi, Eric Winter. Good morning. Good morning. I'm so excited. We have... Well, we have a repeat guest, which I always love when something this, like that happens. This but is the I first actually get to time. be in studio with This is the our first time that we have a repeat um, guest. That That's we, true. Yes. This is, our, this is our first time having a repeat guest. It is so the Chris, first. Chris becomes number one. I know. Yes. And then he's going to do two and three and four and five and six episodes because we need a lot, a lot of help. Well, <laughs> you, you, you might need oh, a yeah, right. life. We have Chris Lee, guys. Manifesting. Incredible life coach, friend. What else do you call yourself, Chris, besides a life coach, a uh, uh, motivator? Star maker. Star maker? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> That's the next podcast. Interrupter. I know. He guides a lot of people down successful paths, uh, whatever that may be for that individual person. So the one has a, has a straight straight journey. Everybody's journey is different. Nobody's linear. It's like, oh, everybody's got to, you know, to navigate life their own way. Everybody has their own path, their own journey, and it's meeting people where they are. And one of the things that I, that I believe that I do best is waking up people's vision, what their purpose is, mm-hmm. what is the life that they want to live. Many times we go through life without direction, without intention. Yeah. And that happens in our relationships, right? That we get into a comfort zone. 
Mm-hmm. And then that comfort zone, we end up doing things over and over and over. And then we wonder why we're not having the results that we want. Yeah. And so that happens to a lot of us. We live in a comfort zone. And so my one of my favorite things to do is to get people out of their comfort zone because that's where life begins. That's where joy is. That's where passion mm-hmm. is. And so I have that that privilege of doing that. Hey, you know, it's interesting, um, not to cut you off, Roz, but you know, we've learned recently a lot of people are using life coaches, people you'd be surprised at high levels. Like we have a good friend from our school who's had a massive promotion uh, within her company, executive position, and she was recommended by her company, you're going to start using this life coach. And, and she this was is like, like a numbers she girl. Was, she works at a company that's all about, I don't even know exactly what she does, but she travels the world. She's very smart and it has to do with, um, I don't know if it's investments or it's like she's like a numbers but girl. But she was resistant. So this is not entertainment business. This is not yeah. an athlete. This is just a girl that has an executive position at a, at a very normal company. And she was resistant to the idea. And the life coach was persistent saying, look, we need to set a time. Right, now, right, right, do right. the work. We're going to meet. And she loves it. It has changed yeah. her uh, career life, probably a lot of her personal life. And I know you've worked with many people, CEOs of big companies and uh, all the way just to a person trying to navigate their own life journey within a relationship. So it's a beautiful thing. Well, it's the same thing as an athlete. Like an athlete could be, you know, Michael Jordan, one of the best athletes ever. And he credits his coach. He credits his father. He credits the people that stood for him because as human beings, we don't see ourselves in action. We are in our bodies. So we can't see objectively. And a lot of times our past and our limiting beliefs and all the things that shape how we view life filter how we see ourselves and others. So a coach is on the outside looking in and you're right. I've worked from with people, some of the most successful people in all industry, your industry, uh, snack food companies, uh, TV networks, actors, actresses, people have nothing to do with the business engineers, it's at a point where people are realizing we need each other and we can't do it alone. Give, give us an idea of, so I understand the process of a life coach in a lot of ways when it comes to a business, uh, a person running a business, functioning in a business. Give us an example of a life coach in the setting of a relationship. Are you, how do you coach a relationship? Different from a therapist. Well, that's, well, that's one of my favorite things to do. So I work with a lot of relationships and I have over the years, uh, a coach for a relationship is someone who's able to see in a neutral way and understand both sides of the relationship, because usually in a relationship, there's different agendas working at the same time. It's actually great for comedy. (laughs) I've witnessed it with (laughs) y'all many times. There's different agendas going on. And, you know, and and what a a coach can do is decipher fact from perception. And so many times you might have a perception of Roz that is not a fact. It's an interpretation that you've made up based on your characterization of her. It's a opinion and Roz can have an opinion and she does about you or about what you're doing or why you're doing it. And some of it might be factual. Some of it might be just her own triggers. Right. And so I'm able to decipher through the triggers, decipher through the perceptions 
and create fact-based communication. Is there a way you could describe that as being different than a marriage and family therapist that's different? Is it just a different approach into the relationship as a life coach versus a, uh, well, a therapist? Well, a therapist will get to the origins and where does all this come from yep, and yep. what happened in your childhood and you know what are the psychological underpinnings that create your reactions and how you are. A coach works with somewhat of where it comes from but it's more on coaching on creating new results and new behaviors. Almost like where you're at now and moving forward versus- Take where you are at now. There's also, there's definitely forgiveness involved and there's letting go involved because to create a new slate, you've got to forgive each other. Because if you hang on to stuff from the past, then that's going to create a wedge between you and your relationship. And so, yeah, I work with, with some things of the past- but the focus of coaching is on the present and the future. I mean, look, relationships, and it always sounds like a harsh way of, uh, of putting this, but as you get into a relationship long-term, it is like a job. It's a, it's a functional job within this, you know, within this relationship. It takes work, in my opinion, to make a relationship long-lasting, to rebuild, to grow, to evolve. You don't just build a fortune 500 company overnight and you don't just build a successful, you know, 50 year marriage. If you can, if you're lucky enough overnight, it takes work. It takes a lot of work, but, but the work is in vain if you don't share a common vision. That makes sense. So it takes, I, I think before the work part, it takes having a common vision, shared values, shared boundaries that need to be set uh, understanding if you can't get to an agreement on a boundary, create a compromise where I don't agree with what you're saying and you don't agree with what I'm saying. Let's agree to disagree versus you're the enemy because you don't agree with me, which will happen. Well, what lot. happens when you compromise, when you feel like you have compromised and you keep compromising and then I want, and then you start feeling resentment at what, at what point do you have to stop compromising because you know, in 15 years, this is going to explode because I would have not done it that way. But I compromised because I didn't want to have an issue and because you were very adamant no, about it. but that's it. not really a compromise. That's more of a sellout. So there's a difference okay. between compromise and selling out. Selling out is I don't want to make waves. I'll just go with it. That's mm -hmm. not a compromise. A compromise is I don't agree with the way you want to do this or the way you see this or the way you or what you want specifically, you don't agree with what I want, but we got to come up with something we both agree on. Yeah, both parties have to be involved for a compromise. What, what I think like you almost described is, is one party accepting that I'm not. Yeah, yeah, and then you accept, yeah. accept, accept, and you're going to blow that's up. That's what yeah. I thought compromise was. Right. Then I so guess. A, a compromise is both a compromise is both parties, yeah. both. It's almost like a, like, like Eric said, it's like a business in a sense. Because you're like two entities coming together, creating something that's bigger than both of you. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so it's got to be beyond your ego and your ego. And that's one of the things that gets in the way is we both want to be right. Well, you know, early on in our relationship, I would joke with Rosalind because we both are very alpha. We're both A-type people. And I remember saying to her, look, this was like the very beginning. And I was like, I love you to death. Mm -hmm. And I, I believe you feel the same, but it will never work unless somebody is okay 
you, first of all, you, I believe you both have to compromise. But in any given, at any given time, it's okay for someone to allow the other one to be the alpha in the moment, and and then vice versa, trading off. Like I feel that when you have two A type people, compromise is going to come into play where both sides give. But there's also moments where somebody just has to go, okay, I'm all right being the submissive one in this situation. Yeah, but don't use that word submissive. No, but I don't mean it in a negative way. Like someone has to go, you know, not be the alpha at this moment and let the other person step up and be that person for the moment and vice versa. Allow well, that person of to course, shine the, in their the role, I agree with Rosalind. Submissive implies, uh, you know, weaker, the weaker it one. It sounds like it is, but, yeah, but, in, but what but I'm I, saying is I'm not hearing, that. What I am hearing you say yeah. is that you can't both be in charge all the time. You can't. Yeah. It's impossible. I, I said to her early on, if two people what was my always answer to want that? to be in charge, I don't remember the well, answer. you still struggle to this day with, I think, that concept. I think it's something that we, you're much better at it, and I think I'm trying every day, too, to be better at it, but I think so, you have I, to. I love this. When you say you still struggle with that today, what you end up doing is invalidating anything that she feels that she has actually developed in that sense. And so when you make blanket statements, well, what ends I up- I tell you about that, blanket statements. Not what, good. If I did that, it's not good. Yeah, yeah. A blanket statement puts people in a box. And so one of the biggest challenges that relationships have is you have Eric in a box. And that what that means is that you have decided that Eric is this way, this way, this way, this way, this way, this way. And even if he ever tries to be different or ever makes an attempt to modify his behavior or shift how he is, or even bring out qualities that you're not seeing, it will be impossible. And the same thing with Roz. Like you have her in a box. Well, oh, you know how she is. She's this, this way, that way, that way. And that's what we all do in relationships. We put people in boxes because it gives us a sense of power. And so here's an example. When I'm with you, the things that Roz shares with me that work and don't work, a lot of them don't match my experience. Mm, that's interesting. And the same thing that the things that you mentioned about Rosalind, when I'm with her, I don't see those things because I see her in a different light. Now I'm not married to her. Is it possible that people act different in front of you? Well, no, it's, it's, are you trying to imply that I'm acting? I'm not talking about you. Wow. This is good. This is good. This is good. People can act a certain way in front of certain people. Well, I act like myself with Chris. But how about I evoke different things in people? There's about to also, in other words, if I'm not being a victim of how she acts around me and I'm taking responsibility, then I could see that I evoke in Rosalind certain qualities that maybe you're not invoking, you know, you know, not to get Mm -hmm. into your marriage here, you know, in terms of, you know, what I evoke, but she feels safer in certain senses with me about talking about certain things because she knows I'm not going to jump on her or react or go, Oh, well, that's how you always are. Or look at her. That's, you know, you know, we do that with our kids as well. You know, we do that in all relationships. And so it's important to take a step back and to monitor your self-talk of how you view the other person. So that's a skill that you have to learn. Well, you got to develop it, develop it because an example of coaching right now, I've provided lots of coaching to you right in this, in these interactions. 
you don't see what you're doing and you don't hear what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And so what a coach does is a coach is able to be outside and, and I'm not on her side or your side. I'm on side of both of you. And I'm on the side of creating the most epic, magical, extraordinary relationship possible Mm -hmm. because I know it's possible because I know that you're, you're both committed and you both want it and you love each other. But sometimes love and commitment is not enough. You need the tools to be able to create what you need to create based on what she needs. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. 
We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So let me ask you this. This is a funny way to flip it. In your own personal relationships, right? would you fall victim to maybe some of the same tools? Like you don't execute them because you know them, but now it's operating within your own wheelhouse. And so do you have to have maybe a life coach help in, in a separate room? You know what I mean? Like you're a life coach. A hundred percent. You yeah. need your own By guidance way, because you can't I, see what you're I have a reaction. life coach. Right, okay. I've there had a life go. coach for That's 15 years. Yeah. That life coach is on the payroll. Yeah, interesting. See, and it's and the coach of the coaches, and I've been coaching for thirty five years before coaching was popular or cool or a certificate that you get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and nothing against the certificates, but mm-hmm. I've been around this for so yeah. long. I have someone who coaches me because I can't see myself in action. And I think it's important for listeners to hear that because yes. you know it's one thing you know where I'm a big advocate of therapy and and all that. Like we've been through therapy throughout years and. And again, I have a psych degree. That's something I, I'm very respect, respectful so of that, I, so of that area. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I have a lot of respect for that industry. Um, and at the same time, you know, people might look at a psychologist and go, well, of course they can, uh, they must have perfect marriages because they are helping all these people with their marriages. It's like, no, plenty of psychologists are divorced. Plenty of psychologists couldn't figure it out, couldn't work out their own issues if they're not getting their own help. And I think your help, you're helping to answer that reason is that you can't see yourself or hear yourself in the way you interact with your partner so sometimes you need someone from the outside looking in just like you can't see yourself on the on the playing field mm-hmm. right like you could you might think you're being effective you might feel that you were effective in the game and you know the coach on the other on the, on the outside is seeing how you the plays you used and how you executed on yeah. that and I mean, it's funny like that with everything, with acting, with even like our daughter playing tennis. It's funny, like she, the way she envisioned a match <laughs> in her mind, and then she watches the tape. Oh, I can't watch the tape. Yeah, I can't yeah, watch yeah, the tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, oh, I did not see it going like oh my that. God, or what it didn't am I feel doing? that way. Yeah, like yeah. it felt like you were, you know, lightning out there on the court or like it was insane. <laughs> and then you see yourself and you're like, I wasn't moving that fast or that ball wasn't coming that fast. It's different 
It's like hearing your own voice. I hate hearing my own voice. And then, you know, like you ever have that thing where you hear yourself talking? You're like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a weird. Well, the first time I heard myself talk, I said, I'm never talking again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how, how is it that I sound like that? Do I really <laughs> sound like that? I told my friends, be honest with me, please, because yeah. I will never talk again. <laughs> and acting is, this, acting is the same way in our world. You know, like you, you watch, some people don't ever like to watch themselves act because it's painful. You're like, oh my god, I can't watch myself perform. Yeah, like, yeah, I, didn't, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I love it. Well, I'm, used, like, yeah. I'm used. I'm used to it. Like, I'm used to feedback, and that's something that's important in in coaching is the feedback that mm-hmm. you get because a lot of times you get feedback that you don't agree with and that you don't because you don't see it, and just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not true. Yeah. And so, in terms of a relationship, we all have our limiting beliefs. You have limiting beliefs that you got from your beautiful mom and your incredible dad, and from the environment that you grew up in. And it's cultural. Ella dijo. He said, ella dijo. Mm-hmm. It's a cultural thing. Sometimes things get lost in translation. Even ancestral things? Well, it could be from generation. That's a generational, generational trauma. trauma. It For could sure. be, it goes way back. Because a lot of time, the, the reality of what a woman was, what a man was, has shifted so much over the years that how we relate to each other shifts. Can I tell you something interesting, Chris? And this is unrelated, but I'm, it blew my mind. I went to this person that is, well, sorry, it's kind of like a astrologer, but not an astrologer. He's somebody that is into quantum physics. It was a really interesting experience. And, and he said to me, you have three kids. And I'm like, no, I have two. And so no, it's very clear here mm-hmm. that you have, no, according three. to my chart, that right. I have three. And this is not the first time that this happens. He goes, did you have an abortion? Did you like, what, what's, what happened? And I said, you know what? My daughter, I did IVF. My daughter was a twin. Mm. Um, and But very early on, we lost that baby. So we never really saw it as a third child. I don't know if it's because it happened very early. Mm-hmm. And he was explaining to me the, I don't want to use the, the word trauma, but he was explaining to me how that loss is going to affect Sibella for the rest of her life. Because she's he's like, you don't understand it, but her soul, her being... Her cells were developing simultaneously with another entity. So she knows that existed. And then it went away. So on a subconscious level, she knows. So just be aware, you know, give her a lot of attention, a lot of love, talk to her all the time because she won't be able to express it to you, but it's ancestral. And then he said, it's interesting. I don't know if this is something. I, w- I was like, what the heck is he talking about? He said, twins in this life were lovers in past lives. That trips me out. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with him. I don't agree I with that. But I was like, what? I don't agree with that. Oh, really? You don't agree with any of it? I don't agree with any of this. When I'm talking about ancestral, I'm not talking about at a soul level. I mean, we could have a whole conversation about soul. Okay. Um, I'm a little more practical. Yeah. It's your mother grew up in an environment that there were a lot of situations that created for her limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. And that gets passed on to me. And then her limiting beliefs influence how she raised you. Mm-hmm. Just like my mom, my mom grew up with what's called the Holocaust mentality. Like you've got to survive or else you're going to be killed. You okay. got to hang on or you're going to lose because we're Jewish and you know, the whole, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And even though my mom denied being Jewish, it was a whole issue because her parents came in and they had to change their last name and they had to change everything. And they denied, it's like the Latinos that come to the States, 
that don't want to teach their kids Spanish. Yeah, they want to assimilate. You have to assimilate, yeah. Right. And so my mom had trauma from that. Mm. So is there a soul-level trauma? Yeah, I'm not an expert there. Mm -hmm. But I am definitely an expert in uncovering and redesigning the limiting beliefs that get passed on from generation to generation. And this is generational trauma Mm -hmm. that we bring into our relationships. Because at the end of the day, how we relate to each other has a lot to do with our relationship with ourselves. You know, the whole phrase that sounds corny, you can't love anybody else until you love yourself Mm -hmm. is actually true. So if there's any parts of you that you resist or if there's any parts of you that you uh, aren't accepting, it's going to affect the level of relationship that you have with other people. Yeah. I want. I like that we're on a relationship topic I with this episode. I want to ask something. Yeah. I want to ask some Because we have so many yeah. good questions. Our, our producers have put together a lot of great questions. If you questions. lose the attraction and sexual chemistry with your partner, is there any way to get it back? Absolutely. How? Get creative. Okay. Get out of your comfort zone. What happens is in a relationship, and I've seen this happen. I've coached couples that did not want to touch each other. They're like, you over there, me over here, even at the point of separate bedrooms. Like what my parents. We get, what we get bored with is la costumbre. Mm-hmm. In Spanish, la costumbre is the patterns, the habit, the the automatic. When we're in bed, you do it this way, I do it that way, I like it like this, I like it like that. Ra, 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 ba, ba, bye. Mm-hmm. You know, it just becomes this automatic thing. And your sexual life needs attention. Your sexual life needs uh, other things and other, uh, cre- get creative in terms of what you do with each other more open communication you know so you've got you've got to mix it up because if you just do the same thing over and over it's it gets to a point where a lot of relationships the the passion that spark dies but the spark the spark is resparkable okay so it is you believe it is absolutely i think like what he said if you're if you recreate or build something different i shouldn't say something you saw at a a, a porn site well that's hardcore (laughs) But just change it up, like whatever. Like, the point up, is, but, do something that's not out, that's out of the comfort zone, maybe of each person, or just be different. Because, like you said, root. I think the problem is, and I oh, and we've talked about this before. It's routine becomes boring in anything. In anything, in a job. Like that's why you could do a TV show for eight years and be like, oh, I'm tired of playing the same character. It's a great job. I'm right. tired of playing this character. Same thing with relationships. Routine becomes. Boring. But let and, me tell, but I hate to interrupt you, but I, I have this thought I want to miss it. There is one what I call attraction killer in the relationship. Resentment. Oh yeah, for so sure. So if you're pissed at each other, I don't want you to touch me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm sure that's happened at any point. Yeah. In different points in, in your relationship and other relationship. Because you want to hit them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want you you feel offended or you feel uh upset or there's something that there is kind of like there's an elephant in the room and we're not addressing the elephant. And so one of the things that will revive attraction is to solve that issue, talk about it, get to a place of understanding and you've got to get to a place of forgiveness. Yeah. Or else you can't be creative. You can't mix it up because you don't want to, yeah. you, you don't want to mix it up. You don't want them in the same room.
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robey, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old... Oh, yeah. 
And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Another question, provided there is no abuse or infidelity within a marriage, should a person stay with their spouse for the sake of keeping a family together even when they don't want to? No. Should move on. You should move on because if you're if you if you're not feeling passion and joy and love and purpose and commonality and that this is your soulmate, your partner, mm-hmm. you're providing the worst example for your kids. Because basically what you're doing is you're settling and you're surviving and you're, you know, in a comfort zone in that relationship that is actually, a, the, I call it the dead zone. So don't think it's comfortable. It's not comfortable. It's like, it's horrible. And so I, I believe that a lot of relationships make a mistake of we're staying together for the children, right? And it's really actually a, a selfish reason. It's, I don't want to go through the discomfort or the pain of ending this. So how do you communicate that to your kids? And listen, it's a tricky question because a couple can separate when the kids are teenagers or adults. Mm-hmm. So the way to navigate that is different. But what if, for example, um, we have kids 11 and five, right? And there's no infidelity, there's no abuse, there's no nothing. It's just simply, you know, we fell out of love. I'm not happy, I wanna move on. How do you sit with your kids? Do you think they're capable of understanding and accepting the truth or you have to just sugarcoat it. And at some point when they're older, like, how do you, I I believe, and I, and I've seen this happen. I believe that you got to make it as simple as possible and explain that what happens in relationships and the different types of families that exist. And I wouldn't go so much into detail that we fell out of love because that concept is not going to register for kids. Okay. But you could, you could share with your kids that you've made a decision to move on to, you know, that you were no longer happy in the relationship Mm -hmm. because kids relate to happy. They understand happy. Okay. And that it's a, it's an, unfortunately it's a normal thing. It happens. It happens a lot where families decide to co-parent and to move on and to, you know, you want mommy to be happy. You want daddy to be happy. We want, we want all of us to be happy. So it's a, this, that this is like a longer conversation, but the shortcut version is you can't go into so much detail with your kids. They're not going to understand. And, and, and I agree as they get older, um, then you could say something, you know, I have an incident of somebody that was, um, there was three, three brothers. He was the youngest one. I think he was eight at the time. And the mom fell in love with somebody else. Mm. And the dad was livid. And the dad mm. says, um, I want a divorce and I'm keeping the kids. Mm-hmm. They're mine because mm-hmm. of your infidelity. And he made her sit them down and explain to them at that age why she was leaving. So she was in tears saying, I don't love your dad anymore. I fell in love with somebody else and I'm leaving you guys with daddy because he's gonna take me to court and I'm gonna I'm gonna lose anyways. Wow. So I'm 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 choosing to leave. 
I believe to this day she's with the same person. Mm-hmm. And the damage created to that boy was like a mountain. I like I I I don't even because it already labeled every woman as a slut. It's traumatizing. Yeah. It's traumatizing to to involve your kids yeah. in your drama. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to shield them from your drama. It's like when parents that are separated or divorced talk bad about the other one. Yeah. That's one of the worst things you could do. Disaster. It's not your kid's fault that you couldn't handle the relationship or yeah. that you fell out of love or that you yeah. cheated. Or da, da, da. You know, I think that the important thing is to sit down and talk to them and, 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 and be as clear as possible without going into all the details of the adult situation. I am going to be 50. I'm 50 years old and I've been dealing with that for 50 years. Mm. My mom is, is both of them. And listen, I love my parents to death and this is a lot of information, you know, (laughs) and it's very personal information, but my mom and I, I have had a conversations, conversations with her about it saying you have no, you don't understand the damage you have created Mm -hmm. because you can't stand him, therefore I can't stand him. Mm-hmm. Because I have all this information fed into my brain right. since I'm like five years old. Not oh, only what I saw, horrific. now I'm hearing yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah, it yeah. and yeah. now I'm basically having to pick sides and it's been crazy to the point that I made a conscious choice, I think conscious and unconscious, to be like, I'm breaking this cycle, mm-hmm. I'm never gonna do that to Sabella or to any of my kids. No, of course Even if not. like we have awful, um, problems I will never and I give you my word that I'm never gonna be like your da 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 no, I'm like the, that's the worst because thing I, I know do. what it is uh, how, how it's brutal it's brutal you know and it doesn't mean that she listen it's like I forgave my mom and she did and to this day she does the best of course she of can course, so it's not course. like she consciously said I'm gonna do this to them so they to mess them up and no right, exactly right, right. Hundred, on the contrary my mom wants us to be happy and thriving and healthy so but it but was that goes down to her limiting belief she did yeah. she only knew what she knew based on what she believed. Exactly. So she believed it was okay to be honest with you and yeah. to tell you what she felt. Yeah. You know, in my case, that I grew up in a divorce household, surprise, surprise, mm. my dad took off and he never said anything. Mm. He just left. I was six. And my mom never said a word to us about anything. anything? It was business as usual. Wow. That's what some parents do. And that's traumatizing as well it's like this person that was my hero my best friend the person i love the most i'm waiting for him at the door for daddy to come home and daddy doesn't come home yeah wow so it was it was horrible and so that's the opposite of what we're talking about there's too much information there's no information and then there's if my mom had just sat us down and said listen your dad you know, had to leave because he had a situation going on and, you know, and, and we love him and we support him and, you know, been a little more kind about it and included us in it. It wouldn't be as traumatizing because I remember growing up feeling like I'm going to always be abandoned. And at what time the, did you have that conversation with your mom? Says, mom, I want to address the elephant in the room. 22. Wow. wow. When I started to do work on myself and realize why I was so pissed off. Mm. And one of the reasons I was upset was because I was mad at my mom. Yeah. I couldn't stand her. I didn't want, I couldn't be in the same room with her. She pushed all my buttons. It was like a war. And I was harboring this deep seated resentment Mm -hmm. that was in there because of how she handled the separation and the abandonment of my dad. It wasn't her fault. She didn't have the tools, so I was able to understand that, forgive her, and move past it. Wow. 
Well, this this episode's been phenomenal so far. So much to learn about relationships, where you go, what you do. Um, Chris, an outstanding support system with so much more knowledge here to give. So let's pick this up with our next episode. Um, we're going to dive right in and keep uh, the relationship goal strong. Yes. Love it. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think. If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at Iset Ella Dijo or send us an email, Eric and Ross at iHeartRadio.com. Iset Ella Dijo is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. See you next time. Bye. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.